Hello and welcome to the Security Metrics Podcast. Super excited to have you here with me today. And I keep getting told that I need to actually say more about the podcast before I launch into it. I'm Jen Stone. I'm a principal security analyst uh, at Security Metrics. The idea behind our podcast is to help people who are um, maybe a little less technical, but even people who are technical. It's kind of runs the gamut of of security and compliance, um, which is the space that that we do a lot of work in. Today, though, so excited! I have with me Donna Grindle from Help Me with HIPAA podcast and Carden. She, um, she and her co-host David Sims over at the Help Me With HIPAA podcast are um, just second to none when it comes to understanding HIPAA um, and, and breaking it down in ways that people can understand and why it's important. Um, so I was so excited. Donna, thank you for coming and joining me today. I know that I missed a ton of things in my very quick hello <laughs> introduction. Oh, you did great. What, what, tell us about yourself, uh, about yourself, about your podcast, about Carden. I, I would love to hear a little bit about you. Well, I was born in the mountains of North Georgia. And <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the Help Me With Hippa podcast, uh, David and I started that in 2015. Oh, wow. Before everybody knew what a podcast was. Right. And, um, and it's his fault and he keeps taking credit for <laughs> nagging me to do it. But, is it credit uh, or yeah. is it blame at this point? I mean, <laughs> it's a little bit of both. Okay. You know, cause <laughs> I, I have to, you know, share with David a few things. We have a running gag about all of our different things, but what you hear on the podcast, that's like a normal conversation. We just start recording it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and nothing, nothing special, but, uh, my background is, um, I always like to say I started when uh, I had a pacifier in my mouth as a programmer back in the 80s because I am, couldn't possibly be no, as old me as neither. I am. <laughs> uh, but, yes, I started writing electronic claims software in the late 80s. Wow. Yeah, so I've been around healthcare IT for a long time. Nice, nice. Yeah, I got to see, you know, the transitions and and people that have been around healthcare for a long time, they'll remember the blue form, which is the, you know, at that time it was the HICFA 1500. I mean, I go way back. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, in uh, 99, I went out on my own, started doing uh, consulting and because I have a background in data, mm -hmm. um, when they did the code set standards in HIPAA, I got all excited, you know, because right. now I get to do, because I was in the transition from proprietary to NSF to ANSI to, mm -hmm. you know, HL7, all that kind of stuff. I still get nerdy with it. But mm -hmm. then I got involved in the privacy and security part, mm -hmm. trying to get people to listen. Right. You know, and back then the question was, what's going to happen if I don't do it? And I'm like, Pretty much nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get people yeah. to do something without any consequences. That's a, yeah. that's a tough row. Well, and yeah. I mean, and that, that's the problem with HIPAA and that's why it has the name, you know, everybody's like, oh, HIPAA is just a, well, no, because it's just been so confusing for so long. You know, you have to do it, but you don't have to do it. You, and over time, I just got to do more and more and more of it. Mm -hmm. And when, um, the uh, high tech stuff came out in the 
stimulus bill. I was like, I don't know, because I know how bad this is. Right. Everybody's going to have to start doing the stuff that they haven't been doing. They're going to fight it. There's going to be all these problems. I don't think I want to do this. And I went <laughs> to a business coach and said, I want to I want to figure out something new. And he asked me a bunch of questions and he said, let me get this right. You are uniquely qualified to handle privacy and security in healthcare. And there's about to be a big need for it that you are uniquely qualified to handle. <laughs> and you don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yep. <laughs> glad I paid you a bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for setting me straight. <laughs> yes. So I started by teaching IT companies how to do it because I thought that'd be a great thing because yeah. we were running an MSP at the time. And and then I realized I don't care if you can't print, and we ditched the MSP. Right. And since for a while now, we focused on nothing but this since 2012. That's 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 some pretty awesome um, uh, skill and experience to bring to this world, um, because no matter what organization I work with, they can be tiny, they can be um, a big hospital complex, they can be uh, business associates, and honestly. Most of mine are business associates because um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm super comfortable with that technology world where the, yeah. the healthcare world, I don't, I don't have all the experience that you have. I have some, I do <laughs> I have worked um, for some different healthcare um, organizations um, over the years, but um, uh, not to be coding, you know, as it, as it comes yeah. along. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have colleagues who are better at the working with the healthcare providers than I am. Um, mm-hmm. You have to know um, a lot about how their how their businesses run in order yes. to be really successful in helping them get to a security stance and privacy in, in HIPAA. You know, th- right. that kind of um, brings up a question. There's a there's a strong relationship between privacy and security in HIPAA, but a lot of mm-hmm. groups kind of, they just don't get what that means. You want to speak to that a little bit? Well, it's one of the things that we deal with a lot with business associates. Now, granted, we have, we're, we do a ton of covered entities that we you know we don't focus on the big health systems. We're on the private entities. We do some small health plans, that kind of stuff, but mostly um, practices of some sort Mm-hmm. or some type of entity like that. In our business associate business where we work with MSPs, we work with software companies because nerd. Yeah. And <laughs> so we do some other business associates, but it is a common problem that they think all they have to worry about is the security rule. Right. But the issue is if you don't understand the privacy rule, then you don't understand what you're securing in the security rule. Exactly. And one of the big problems is, you know, if something comes out on paper, it's still PHI. Mm -hmm. You got to worry about that paper, just like you have to worry about what's in the computer. If somebody's saying something, you have to worry about what they're saying, just like you have to worry about what's in the computer. And often people don't necessarily get that. So when I say, do you train your staff on minimum uses and disclosures? They're like, yeah, okay. Well, how do they understand 
what that is if they don't understand what everything in PHI is. Right. So uh, one of the things that I try to explain to people is that security doesn't mean anything unless you're protecting something. Exactly. <laughs> like that there's the, the yeah. privacy has to be enforced by the security. But if you exactly. don't get the privacy part, then then you're secure. What are you securing? Yeah, you know? everybody doesn't get the privacy rule defines what PHI is and yes. what you can do with it. Mm -hmm. And the security rule kind of needs that. Yes. Otherwise, in order to, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. how do you, how do you apply it? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. When we do an assessment of a business associate, uh, you know, we've got our breach. No, well, we don't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I have you read all your time business too. associate agreement? Yeah. Um, here's your privacy rule assessment. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. How do you know you're doing the right thing on your, you know, step one, <laughs> a complete and thorough risk analysis requires you to know, number one, what yeah. is PHI and where is it? Well, what, what they, my favorite thing is if they start arguing too much, I'm like, let's open up the language of the law. And then I start reading through the HIPAA regulations with them, which is the most boring thing I do. Can't stand it. Mm -hmm. They hate it even worse. But I'll point out mm -hmm. things like if you are a covered entity, you're, the words covered entity are right there. If you're a business associate, the words business associate are right there. And it's all the <laughs> way through all of the regulations. I'm like, you can read this. You can find this yourself. I yeah. promise you it's there. And so <laughs> we, That's like when the Omnibus final rule came out and I read all of it. Yeah. And I, but I don't get bored. I get excited. I've got <laughs> highlighted versions with links to things. Donna, you really are a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hippa nerd. <laughs> I try to be excited about, but I, I start reading that law and I just am like, oh, okay. We're reading this again. All right. This is good for you. <laughs> it's like eating your broccoli. You know what's good though? If you read the Omnibus final rule, you get to read the discussions. Yeah. about what people said mm -hmm. and their reasoning behind the way that it's written. Yes. And that is how I'm able, you know, if you understand why things are done a certain way, it's a whole lot easier to do it right. that way. And security is security. It doesn't matter whether you're healthcare or not. Exactly. The difference is PHI. You have to know what you're protecting first. And that's what makes HIPAA different. That and, um, there's a lot of security standards that people try to follow that don't start with that risk assessment. But, uh, uh, you know, if you don't do the risk assessment, then it, it's, it's a good exercise to know what are you protecting and where, where is it possibly vulnerable? And it, and it gives people kind of a focus to start with. Um, yeah. but I think some of our, um, the people that I work with, and, and I don't know if you've seen this as well, but they kind of, get confused about it because first of all, it's a lot of work and, and a lot of work is expensive and it's time consuming and, and organizations are just like, Oh, I'm not sure how to take this on. But yeah. also they get sometimes these, um, these groups that'll tell them, Oh, Hey, HIPAA made simple. <laughs> so, so you listen me. to my podcast, you know how that makes my eyes poke out. <laughs> how, how simple is HIPAA? <laughs> Well, you know, what we always say is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And if you think it's easy, go ahead. 
And if you want it automated, go ahead. But if you want to do the right thing and worry about taking care of your business Mm -hmm. and your patients and your staff, because that's really what we're doing. Right. And you look at today what we're going through with coronavirus, Mm -hmm. which I haven't had a haircut since February. And I'm in my shed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at least this is my normal work environment. We have been a virtual company no brick and mortar over 20 years now. So yeah, back in the day, I was like, I ain't getting an office. And then I started the company. Mm -hmm. And now people that work for me, they're like, (laughs) until they realize (laughs) I want to see you on mid joke. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Uh, yeah, but the coronavirus came along, changed a lot of things for a lot of people. Well, the problem is it showed that we weren't ready mm-hmm. because privacy and security is a huge piece of being able to deploy during a business continuity need. Exactly. And business continuity is, you know, when, when you ask people, do you have a disaster recovery, business continuity plan, incident response plan? Mm-hmm. Well, so-and-so knows how to do the uh, assessment on a breach. We'll mail out the letters, like they say, and our IT company takes care of the backup. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of them are saying, hey, maybe I should have really understood what emergency mode meant because we are all <laughs> currently in emergency mode. Maybe uh-huh. I should have tested my contingency plan because mm-hmm. if you, I mean, this is a massive test for everyone. If they haven't tested it before, yeah. It's being tested now, and the hard part is how do you, how do you, how do you get the resources and the people and the and the interactions that have to happen to set things up when yeah. you're not allowed to go anywhere, when you're not allowed <laughs> to inter- interact at all. Well, that's one of the reasons that we think folks that are the IT people are frontline people too. Yeah, and part of the heroes because in like zero time. They brought the company, the entire country to virtual. Right. I mean, just overnight. Yeah. And no one realizes that if they haven't been doing their jobs and continue to do their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been security problems, but that, you know, it's because there's this, you know, overall, when you think about the transition, this has been remarkable. Yes. Yes. And particularly in healthcare, when you're not in the business of dealing with the virus, your dermatology, your, you know, ophthalmology, any of these other things, they're finding ways to treat patients. And we spent the way we're competitors, you and I, but not really that we do things so differently. We (laughs) (laughs) we do things. Our approach is what some people call, what is it, a boutique approach. Yeah. But we become like part of the team. Yes. And and, and that is very different from how we do things. We, you know, we, we'll take it to a point, but then helping implement is, that is a yeah. unique skill set all its own. And we do that part. So we'll do the assessment. We come in and then say, okay, now you've got to do all this stuff. And really we built our programs because people cried when we left and I felt yeah. bad. 
And so then <laughs> other people, I don't look good at orange. And uh, so <laughs> we would build whatever it is they needed. And then, more, and, and then literally we had people break down into tears over yeah. uh, this in the beginning. And now we have clients that we've worked with for so long and we have some that are in the hot spots down in Southwest Georgia. Southwest Georgia is a huge hot spot that no one's talking about. I didn't it's know a that. Major problem down there mm. because just as things were, there was two funerals in the Albany, Georgia area of people that were big names in the community. Mm-hmm. Everybody went, and so did the virus. Oh no! And we're talking a lot have it, it's really impacted Southwest Georgia. Mm. It's it's very upsetting to know you know and even in the HIPAA world we lost Steve Lazarus last week and he's a big name in the HIPAA world and you know he had a great sense of humor and I love watching him speak and it took him Mm. but when we're talking with our clients down there you know they started talking to us in February because we're like plan 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 right yeah plan 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 they're on the phone with us. They're worried about, I mean, we're coordinating all kinds of things, helping them figure out how to manage, you know, when it expanded and they needed to put a tent outside to mm-hmm. triage patients to decide what door to send them in. Right. You know, and those kinds of things. And they call us and they say, I need a tent. What do I need to worry about with privacy in the tent? Yeah. You know, but they're thinking about those things. Sure. Yeah. What walls do you put on the tent? Mm-hmm. How do I manage the information? What if I've got multiple people in the tent? Mm-hmm. These are things you have to worry about. Yeah. You should worry about because you're taking the time to plan it. You know, if we're in a true crisis, like the Pulse nightclub shooting, you don't have that time. Right. Right. Um, but even then, people blamed HIPAA. We're I can't not- tell you. I can't tell you things because... We- yeah, well, and it I'm is an easy thing TV. to blame because people don't understand it well enough to push back on that. Well, yeah, I've always talked about educating the public, mm-hmm. uh, but I have a hard enough time educating healthcare. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I, I just went on a rant that's we recorded it. I don't know when it, it is either coming out or just we do two weeks in advance, and I can't keep up with what's been released or what I've already ranted about, and it's been. Right. <laughs> But there was an article in, uh, I believe, the Boston Herald, mm-hmm. and it was HIPAA's not designed for a pandemic. And I'm like, okay, let me check this um, out. I would disagree. Yeah, it's, uh, it's absolutely <laughs> got it all built in. Yeah. I mean, everything they've done is built into the law. Sure. You know, it's geared to be able to adapt. That's yeah. why it's lasted as long as it has. And and not only that, there is a flexibility that there, you know, we've we've seen come out from the the OCR over at HHS guidance right. on how to deal with um, yeah. telehealth, for example. Uh, yeah. There are it, it does adapt and it does flow with the situation. And I think that the whole idea of the contingency planning um, aspect of it is is uniquely geared to something like a pandemic. Absolutely. I, I agree. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> we are in agreement. 
But turns out the article was about, <clears throat> it even mentioned, and this is when I went, oh, this is what they think. Uh, the article was, they mentioned that a reporter who interviewed Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson came down with coronavirus, but they disclosed, they didn't accept HIPAA. They disclosed it. I'm like, HIPAA doesn't apply to people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and that's that, what that the reporter was, was not saying. a covered entity. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, and that that's what the article was saying is you need to opt out. And it was telling everybody opt out of HIPAA. Opt out. No. There is no opt out. It is a law. No. There is no, no opting out. It it doesn't even matter. The point you were making is false. Yes. The premise you and I rarely comment on anything. Mm -hmm. I had to comment on that. Jumped in. You know, I, just, <laughs> I had to. I had to go in and say, you got this all wrong. Yeah. You know, but it's it is a big part of educating the public. Yeah. And I've done some seminars and stuff, and people's eyes are like, Burr. Yeah. Really? Oh, you have that uh the training that that you and David do. Um It'll come to me in a camp. second here. The boot camp. Yeah, the HIPAA boot camp. The um, HIPAA boot camp. The, oh, excuse me. Com. The HIPAA boot camp, <laughs> which sounds like a great training opportunity um, for yes, people. Yes, we, we had one scheduled in March, which obviously. Yeah, it's not going on. Yeah, That's not happening. We've moved it to August mm. with hopes that, that that'll work. So we have it. Uh, and you can get information at thehippabootcamp.com, uh, registration, all that kind of stuff. It's August 18th, 19th, 20th here okay. in Atlanta or Tucker, Georgia. All right. To be clear. And uh, right down the street here. And I think it's a great opportunity for because a lot of people learn best in person. Well, and the way we do this, it is you're fully immersed. Mm -hmm. We call it boot camp for a reason. Yeah. So we're doing it. It's three days. Mm -hmm. And we honestly say, look, we will not be able to cover everything in three days. You right. will be exhausted. But we're going to do our best to get you educated on all of privacy and security. Right at least enough to understand what you're supposed to do so that if you have to support clients that are supposed to do it, like mm -hmm. the MSPs, we have a lot of MSPs that come to the boot camp. Oh, okay, great. And you have to do it yourself if you're a business associate. If you're an MSP, you have to do it yourself and you have to have your clients do it. Right. And knowing where that line is and making sure that your clients understand that line. Yes, I have disaster recovery. IT takes care of the backup. You go to the IT <laughs> but guys. Do they, say, but do they really? <laughs> do you do disaster recovery? No, we only do the backup. Also, restoring backups is, yeah, is not the yeah. same thing as disaster recovery. There's there's a yeah. huge gap between those two concepts. Yeah, and I love what David says. Oh, crap, he's going to hear that. Um, <laughs> I love what David says. Don't praise him. <laughs> I know. I, I, you can't do that often because... <laughs> His head is like the big marshmallow in <laughs> Ghostbusters anyway. But the um, it, he points out you don't buy backup. You buy right. restore. Yes. And a lot of people forget that in their planning. 
and we go on and on. And those are some of the things that we do in the boot camp. And that's really and truly, you know, it's run. We don't have like this session starts here and this. We're going to do these sessions between here and here. And we just go. Yeah. And periodically we stop because I have to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> Uh, we we feed you while we're working. Occasionally, we'll take a break just to walk around. But even then, we're talking about what we're doing. And I, I think it would amaze people to know that that three solid days of HIPAA education is not enough to cover it all. There is a lot no. to No, we to can't hit HIPAA. it all. And we keep trying to figure out how to add more to it without adding more to it. <laughs> uh, but the way we finally have it is the first two days – is, you know, we start with here is understanding the law and seeing the big picture. And, you know, you always have the people that come in and we show them like the graph and, okay, down here is the technical part. So if you think IT is handling all of HIPAA, they're handling this. That little right part here. of it. Yeah. Um, and, but, they, and also they can't handle it well if you don't define for them what it is that they're protecting. Oh, yeah. I love it when I teach IT providers, when they go into a new client that's healthcare, mm -hmm. you should ask for their risk analysis and their risk management plan. Uh -huh. They should have that. You <laughs> should ask what's in their policies and procedures so that you make sure you're doing that. And that's a rough well, one because a them. lot of IT folk do not want to read other people's documentation. They don't even no. want to read their own. They don't want to write their own. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want no. them. And I had a tech guy, uh, he was a developer, and I was explaining to him, you know, when you put these security pieces in, I need you to document them. Yeah. And I was explaining to him, look, you make these decisions already. I yeah. just want you to write them down. Just write it down. Just write it down. And it doesn't have to be fancy. And he stopped just as, like in the middle of grumbling, and he goes, you want me to eat my broccoli? <laughs> yes. 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 That yes, is exactly that is exactly right. You know, that, that whole education piece and follow-up piece that you do is, that's, that's some difficult work um, because you're, yeah. you're spanning a, a lot of disciplines in order to get it all working together. Um, there's, I think one of my favorite groups that I worked with so far started off as not my favorite group. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were a business associate over in India. So just imagine being a HIPAA business associate that is not located in the United States and, yeah. and what it would take in mm -hmm. order to become HIPAA compliant. And they absolutely failed the first year. Mm -hmm. um, and I walked away saying, well, I feel bad, but they're never coming back. And yet, everything that I told them, they took to heart where the data has to be stored and what the security controls had to be in place in order for them to um, to become compliant with with right. this regulation. You know that how how do we do what we want to do and and be trusted, right? So they knew that mm -hmm. in order to be a trusted business associate for, for covered entities. If the covered entity knows anything, they're going to ask them, have you had a third party uh, assessment? Mm -hmm. So I personally find a lot of value in third party assessments mm -hmm. because it, it's hard to look 
it's hard to look at what you're doing and find the problems because you're right. embedded in it. Like you live it. You, you're like, we're doing the best we can to put out this product. But then a third party comes in and sees all of the things. What's your experience with, with organizations and, and coming in as a third party the very first time they have a third party look at, at what they've got going on? What's, what have you seen? Uh, my favorite quote ever is we got a call <laughs> and we're about halfway through because, I mean, it, we literally try to turn over every rock, just like you're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, being in healthcare, you t- totally get this. Mm-hmm. But um, they said, you're, I've been through so many assessments and going through your assessment is like a colonoscopy without anesthesia. <laughs> Accurate. I, I said, <laughs> yeah, we're doing our job. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> she jokes and said, you broke me, but I'm better now. I'm yes. a better person because, yeah. you know, and, and the, the level that you have to get to, to truly understand the things that you, you constantly need to worry about this stuff. Right. So from, from your standpoint, um, just to kind of wrap up these concepts, if, if an organization knows HIPAA applies to them and thinks they're doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. What's the best thing that they can do to get a gut check on that? I always say the first thing you have to do is say, you don't know what you don't know. Because mm-hmm. we've had groups that call us in and say, we've got this covered, but you know, we take approach. Um, it's fun at an expo when you're talking with people and we say, look, when it comes to HIPAA, most people fall into one of three categories is they think they have it covered. And if you do, we'll come in just do, we, we model the OCR audit protocol. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's and how we, we do, do audits. Well. Mm-hmm. And we'll do the audit and we literally, it's like you sign up and then you just will randomly get the notification. I mean, we give you the upload place. We do it exactly the way OCR does it. Right. We just, you know, we randomly choose the questions out of the protocol. So we will do that. And if you think you've got it covered, we'll start there. Right. Then there's the people that are terrified and we're designed to build that program and help you build and manage the program. That that's our wheelhouse. And then you have the people that say, hippie schmippa, I don't care. I can't really <laughs> help you there. Can't help them. Mm-mm. I can't help you at that point until you're ready to reconsider right and then i'll help move you to i'm terrified i need help right because that's the next step it's not like you go from here to here yeah there's three so the most important thing that you can do is step back and even if you do it yourself you can go and download that audit protocol Mm -hmm. it's a big long spreadsheet there's hundreds of questions in there yes (laughs) And there, you know, and one question is really like 10 questions. Mm-hmm. It Because it, it infers a lot of connections and a lot of things that have to be in place in order mm-hmm. to answer that question. Yeah. Inquire if they have done this. Yes. But this should include this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And if you truly think you've got it covered and you don't want that third-party input, mm-hmm. at least go do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, and find do, out. Do the security rule first. Yeah. You know, just start there. And then make your decisions. 
Good but, advice. Or you could just listen to podcasts like yours and ours and go, crap, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not kidding you. I have listened to every podcast you put out. Oh, wow. Since, since you, I went back to the beginning and I listened to all of them. Because um, I think that you have a, a unique way of... A couple things you talk about, you know, current event, what's going on and how is it, how is it applied to things that I already know, but also how do you talk to people? And Mm -hmm. I, I love the way you talk to organizations, both uh, on the IT side and the non-technical side about tough concepts. You know, you Mm -hmm. have the language to do that. So I really value what you put out and I'm so grateful to you for joining me today. I'm, this has been uh, something that I've really looked forward to. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. You know, we just record that and slap it out there and hope people learn from it. That's our big thing is we were all about educating people when we started. Definitely. And that's really what we're still about. And we love to get feedback that says it's working. And especially, you know, when people are enthusiastic about HIPAA, because, you know, we've had people tell us, I didn't even think my job mattered until I started listening to you guys. And and then it and it does. It, and, it and you really start to understand matters. how much what privacy and security means in the world of healthcare. Exactly. Well, I'm going to keep listening too. to you. <laughs> I'm going to keep listening to you. I really appreciate what you've done. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope we get to talk again. Oh, thank you for having me. And good luck with your podcast. Thank you. All right. You take care. Thank you for joining us again here at the Security Metrics Podcast, and I'll see you on the slopes. Thanks for listening. To learn more about all things security and compliance, head to securitymetrics.com. If you prefer to watch the podcast, go to securitymetrics.com slash podcast or search for us on YouTube. See you on the slopes.